0: Hey guys, thanks for joining the Football Almost Daily podcast. Welcome to Football Almost Daily, where you join us right as Ronnie O'Sullivan has just become the world champion for a sixth time. Uh, Oh, hang on a minute, it's not really relevant here, is it? But, Ronnie O'Sullivan, six times.
1: Mm. Got a lovely hug for winning as well.
0: Yep, and I like him. And by the way, for anybody on the comments of uh, him dropping out of the world, He'd have to lose an arm and a leg to drop out of the World Fifty. I thought it was both funny and true. So there we go. That's that. Um, <laughs> right. Episode twenty-seven. Episode we've twenty-seven. A we've, couple of. Uh, we've missed a couple of weeks. Yeah, we've 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 had a a multitude of things going on uh, in this thing we call life. So we haven't actually managed to get around to wrapping up the end of last season. Although for me, I was quite happy to crow about it for quite some time because. You League won, didn't you? Champione. See, I was pretty happy with third. You did. You finished third. Ain't bad. That'll do. Yeah, I'll that'll her. do, that'll do, yeah. No, you did alright there. Did alright first season. Mm. Yeah, it was real
1: good. I think I'd learned quite a lot and I'd made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. Um one being I just said to you like I've literally just set a team up because uh when we started the last season I ran out of time and clicked Auto generate and that was the team I had. So yeah, I've not done that this time. I've picked some of the players I wanted and they're kind of there if I forget.
0: Yeah, we should so, just announced that FPL has actually reset everything so you can yeah. go in and pick another team now for next season if you want to. It is yes. quite well, I'll say quite early. It's it's under a month, it's September twelfth when it kicks off. Uh, but with no fixtures released yet and obviously the transfer window is still open but you still mm. have a chance to tinker with your team.
1: Yeah, I don't care. I've gone straight in and I've picked people that I want because um, then at least if I forget I've got some sort of a team that I wanted rather than just an auto-generated one. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to make the same mistake again.
0: No. Because
1: you can way. do as many transfers as you want until it until the like deadline yep. for Game Week 1. So.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. Mm. Well... Yeah, it was like you're saying, we both learned uh, quite a lot of things. I think I learned that a lot of, there's quite a lot of it that's luck as well. I think I had as much luck as I had results due to what I'd done.
1: Yeah. Did you but, ever
0: do that um,
1: thing that was circulating on Twitter where it was like, what would my team look like if I'd made no changes?
0: Mm, no, I didn't do mm,
1: Yeah, it's quite horrifying. To realise that you put all that time and effort in, like working out who's going to score and who should get in and who should drop, and then you go on the little Twitter thing and it like works out if you've if you'd have made no changes from the very start where you'd rank. Mm. And I think at one point I was like just ahead, and I was like, right, I'm not going to look at this again because it's just going <laughs> to piss me off. But yeah, it's that like yeah. that's annoying.
0: So. Well, I think yeah we. I got to a point, I think there was a stretch right in the middle of the season where it seemed whoever I picked was crap and whoever I dropped was doing really well. Mm. And that's like so frustrating. But I think one of the things I learned is definitely to say, keep your your bonuses back for as long as you can. Yeah, I messed up um, on
1: that. I used the triple captain in like the third week because I was like, yeah. oh, i got a really good feeling. And it just fucked me over. And I didn't realise about double game weeks until yeah halfway it's, through the season and just all sorts of things
0: it's like if people get ahead you shouldn't panic as well because i think i was about 120 points down from the leader at one point earlier yeah. in the season and yet managed to make it all the way back up so i kind of like at that point i thought well, i'm never going to catch i
1: think that's the thing isn't it if you start 20 points chasing yeah. as well it makes it worse you need to make your own decisions almost if you're like yeah. that person above me has got these players so i'm going to get them in you're not going to. We
0: have to reason it out that your captain pick is really important. Yeah. And you have to, although you, you can't try and hound it down, it's like, I suppose managing the season, the longer the season went on, the more risks I took because you start to get a solid idea of which players are. I mean, like everybody knew De Bruyne was good, so they kept De Bruyne in and things like that. And then it's kind of trying to take a chance on the people around it or really examine who is playing who i remember i think when we were all fairly close near the end i was the only one who first of all picked obama but captained him as well against norwich mm-hmm. and i think everybody had a fairly lean week because a lot everybody a lot of people had captain fernandez because he was doing so well and that was one of the weeks it was fernandez or de bruyne and it was one of the weeks that he didn't do very well and that obamiang pick managed to push me like quite a few points ahead of everybody else at that point so i suppose it's like it is measuring it out but it is about being shrewd as well i think dale lefeu scored against norwich i just picked him for that one week and he picked me up like 15 points or something Mm. so it's, it's kind of yeah measuring it out like that as much as it is about your consistent picks yeah and so, looking at the fixtures i mean i, I pulled yeah. a load of leicester players in at just the right time and then they went and smashed southampton 9-0 and all that sort of stuff so you know the first game of the season, you don't just want to pick your team do you like you've got to look we were just saying before we come on like you've got to look at the fixture list pick your team and say like you know because you might pick man city players and then the first weekend they've got liverpool away or something so it's like It's easy to think, well, I want to get Trent in, I want to get De Bruyne in, I want to get whatever, but yeah, it's sort of trying to measure out, but not just the first fixture, but the first few, because you're only going to have that one transfer. Yeah. So it's like, just look at those first few, who's going to suit you for like maybe two or three games?
1: I think that's what I started to do towards the end, was like, like I said, so like at the start I picked an auto-generated team, so I felt like for weeks and weeks I was constantly chasing the people that were doing well at the time so I was like using all my transfers every time burning through points and then I got to a stage where I was like actually I need to be more strategic and I think mm. I was letting transfers roll over and sticking with who I had and they're trying to plan it a bit more like I said looking at fixtures and stuff so yeah. hopefully I'm going to have a better season I think it's going to be a good one we're going to so. uh, yeah, we? make our own little league aren't
0: we we're going to make our own little league and we're what did we say a working title is FPL almost yeah um, for football almost daily. So we'll start our league. We will put out the code on Twitter and um, we'll set it out on the podcast as well. So you know what it is once we've set it up and anybody is free to join. We'll you know however many people are in it would be great. Um, and yeah so we we wrap up last season we look forward to the new one um there are a few changes that we've noticed um some players seem to have changed position um, we're already starting to try and rifle through so that when we come to the f- the first game of the season or really as it goes on into september we'll try and give you our picks for that first week and sort of who the bargains might be who the essentials are and all that sort of thing um so, yeah, I think that, that sort of covers us for where we are at the moment. Yeah. Uh, the season hasn't finished yet, of course. Um, Europa League semi-final, Man United and Sevilla is going on as we speak. Um, and then it's inter Shakhtar, and it's uh, Man City Bayern. Oh, no, it's not Man City Bayern, is it? It's uh... Penalty. <laughs> oh, Manchester United have got a penalty. What a bloody shock. The fi- what is it? The fifteenth penalty this season. Bruno Fernandez scores again, so they are one 0 up against Sevilla as it stands.
1: Yeah, that's basically what people have said on Twitter. Yeah, another yeah. Pe- yeah, another penalty.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it, it's uh, everybody knows what it is. It's Bayern, Leon, and PSG, Leipzig. Um, so yeah, that's. Uh, that's still got to work its way out before we start thinking about the Premier League. Oh, Sevilla have just equalised straight away. So. <laughs> Not that we're trying to give you some kind of running commentary on this one, but... As it happens, we yeah. really late because the podcast is going
1: to be up in like a few days, so... <laughs> yeah.
0: Who scored? Suzo. Blimey.
1: Well, there you go. They're holding more possession, aren't they? Sevilla?
0: Yeah, I, I fancied Sevilla, to be honest. They were who my money was on. I think they nearly always make the semis or the final in this competition, so... Um, yeah, anyway, back to where we were. I've completely <laughs> lost the thread now. We've just been slating Man United for their penalties and dissing Man City for bombing out to Leon. But, um, there's, there's not really much to be said about uh, crowing about Norwich at the minute, so we'll I'll probably keep my the head down. The new kit for an looks an quite nice, though. Have you seen it? Have I you haven't yet? seen it yet. No, it's quite nice.
1: Um, yeah. it's not actually too bad.
0: Yeah, go online, buy the Norwich kit, pump some money in uh yes we do have another item actually we're going to introduce a little thing separate from this um where we are because we are basically a couple of armchair assholes who are chatting about this we have no experience we don't know what the hell we're on about we're just a couple of guys on the terraces watching the games but we've decided that maybe we'll do a little segment every week Where we we pick a, a sort of subject, whether it be historical football, contemporary football, whatever it may be, and we'll just kind of chat about it and see if we can figure out exactly why it happened, where the things go wrong, where they've gone right. Mm. So that's the thing
1: for me. You're saying we'll chat about it. I think for me, it's going to be good to learn more about football. I think that's yeah, what I hope hoping you,
0: hoping to enhance your football. Yeah, knowledge.
1: hopefully that's what like we'll get from it. Like if we put it out for people, that they'll get they'll get some value from it as well because they'll learn some shit or we'll be like, oh yeah, I knew that. Yeah, but hopefully
0: there'll be a lot of people like me. But also, will... also if they disagree, you know, I yeah. mean, we're essentially it's just going to be two guys' opinion on a particular subject. And but yeah, if people want to engage with it. We're fairly active on uh, on the old social media, so it'll be a nice little thing for people to say, well, actually, I don't think that was think quite so. right, or I saw it a different way or whatever. So yeah, I hopefully it's good, good.
1: For, to gain that interaction, isn't it, as well, like you're saying. Yeah. People then to start chatting, gaining their knowledge, and uh, it'll be a good little segment for us.
0: Absolutely. So, yeah, we we'll have sort of introduced that for the new season as well, or perhaps maybe we might even sneak one or two in over these next couple of weeks. Well, how, yeah, how long have we got? Like three in a bit weeks now? Yeah, it's the 12th of September is the kickoff day, and I have no idea what the date is today. It's like 10th? mid-August or something, isn't it?
1: 16th. Wow. 16th. <laughs> so, it, yeah. Is it the 10th? Just under a no. month.
0: <laughs> yeah, you were only six days out. <laughs> yeah, That's working from 2 and 4 a.m. for you, right? Yep. Jesus. Cool. Um, yeah, we're having a look at a few other bits that we might introduce. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're going to set up our teams. I think we're going to have the same team names, are we? I'm
1: going to keep mine. Yeah, I liked my horny for corners. Yeah, and I had uh, Deli <laughs> Belly. So,
0: yeah, a little play on words there. Hopefully nobody's offended by such things, but there we go. If you are, you are, aren't you? you? can leave the league if you don't like it. So, yeah, there we go. I think that that's pretty much our news sorted out. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I really enjoyed this season can't wait for the next one to start Um, I think it's I just want to point out that I think it's a bit of an error by the Football League or by the Premier League to ditch the winter break when we've got a European Championship coming up in the summer Mm. and we'll have had a very marginal break (laughs) before this new season doesn't that normally mean loads of injuries? I would imagine so and some pretty tired legs I'd have thought especially if clubs go a long way in Europe um, and all that so yeah that could be a bit of a disaster and in terms of the setup for this new season, it doesn't affect us because FPL is only about the Cups, but I think the replays have been ditched in the FA Cups, so that's probably a bit of a ball yeah, shot for sort of the lower division teams and the oh, yeah, two-legged has been done in the League Cup. Although, the low Yeah, because league... if, if you're a little club and you play like Man United at home yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. get a draw and go back to Old Trafford, you obviously Big get money. A cut of the ticket revenue and all that although who's to say that the stadiums are going to be back open by then well this is true as well isn't it but yeah i I hope that they are because football just isn't i mean it ain't the same is it without the fans no it's It's, weird yeah it's just it's not got the atmosphere and you can see the players don't have the same feeling like sometimes it's not just the crowd getting on your case it's like you might think a game's lost, but then you can really feed into the energy of the crowd, and they they spur you on. And what's that home away bollocks, isn't it? Like
1: for teams at home, they're more likely to be better mm-hmm. because they have the crowd support. Whereas that's not really at the moment. Yeah. It doesn't really happen, does it? So... I
0: think sometimes as well, it was. It's down to like. Um, I think you have to. I might be wrong. I don't know if they've made a uniform now, but it used to be that you had. Um, your pitch had to be within a certain set of measurements and so teams had your home pitch might not be the same as somebody else's pitch so when you're at home you could play like uh, I mean a famous example is Arsenal at Highbury I think their pitch was quite long mm. so they had quite a they could stretch teams much more with their play and move them about a lot more because oh, of their pitch. I didn't know that. That's but when well. they went somewhere else and maybe they had a tighter pitch to work in and then not so much space to stretch teams out, they found uh, it a lot more difficult and things like that. So, yeah, so I, th- I think your pitch can have something to do with it as well. But That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same now, whether they've had to make them more uniform, but they definitely used to have different. Mm. widths and lengths and stuff. They just had to be within a certain you couldn't exceed a certain thing or whatever. There was a regulation. But yeah, it's uh if it's still like that then it explains, you know, sometimes why teams suffer a little bit more away as well, as well as not being around your fans. Um but yeah, I hope it's it sort of gets back to normal. And I hope it's a good season as well. I I don't know what to expect really because Obviously, this season, Liverpool have won it at a canter. Man City still look like they're in difficulty. They've signed Ake for £40 as we speak, sort of like transfer-wise. They've signed Nathan Ake, who... Yeah, I think he's a decent centre-half. He did quite well in a Bournemouth team that didn't do very well last year. But is he the man to shore up? Their defence, I don't know. He can play with the ball at his feet, but can he defend well enough? That's really what Man City need is a leader. They don't have one. Company left. They need that leadership back on the field and they haven't had it. Um, I'm not sure that yeah, AK is true. that guy, but we'll soon see. He might turn out to be a revelation and I'll be eating my poorly chosen words, but I still think as it stands that they're light. And they need somebody else um, to challenge because otherwise it's not going to be the you know it'll be a similar story next year but I think if Man City get it together I I don't know whether Liverpool are the sort of team that are going to keep winning I think they might. Do you reckon they'll go after something else next season? Do you reckon they'll try for the Premier
1: League but they'll probably push for European and stuff?
0: well they've already won that haven't they in the but past couple of seasons so I think they'll want Premier more money? League again they'll oh, okay. a, create a sort of a dynasty if you win two or three Premier League titles back to back you are imagine if they get the treble a pretty good team but well yeah they'll want that as well as Man United are the only English team to have that but treble next year I'm calling it right now I just I don't <laughs> know there's it's just a gut feeling I'm not sure Liverpool are going to do it again next year and it sounds arse backward because of how good they've been but it's kind of like you feel like they've climbed the mountain the hardest thing to do is to climb it again Mm. and you know can they do that who knows but for me I've just got a little feeling that they they won't I think it might be a little bit more open next year perhaps Chelsea will be back in the race as well or
1: Leicester or Leicester or Man U mm, Tottenham, possibly Tottenham Man could turn
0: it around yeah. I, do you know what Tottenham could be a dark horse punk because people have written Mourinho off left right and centre and I'm sure he's more than happy to sit there and let, with yeah. the attention completely not on him and quietly go about his business accrue a few players that people reckon are crap and they actually turn out to be shrewd signings mm. um, but look at he didn't have a lot of money to spend at Porto yeah. won the Champions League he won the UEFA Cup as well and two league titles he, did, he had loads of money to spend at Chelsea and he won all the English Cups but he didn't win the Champions League he then didn't have that much to spend at Inter and he won the only treble ever in Italian football by winning the Champions League the Cup and the League but mm. it doesn't always work because didn't he have no money at Man U and then he had a load of money at Real Madrid and he didn't win the Champions League but he did break Barcelona's domestic dominance. Yeah, and then he went back to Chelsea and he won the title again. And then the second second or third season back, they were dog shit. Yeah, then he went to United and he had money. I thought he didn't have that much. He did have money and he bought a few players. I think it, it was a shit show there. Maybe that's what we'll have to do a our first thing and we've been talking about that what mean, a breakdown. Maybe, we'll do it, maybe we'll do it on Mourinho at Man United Yeah, and see if we can pull apart like, because the legacy is a lot of people say he was a bus parking boring backwards mm-hmm. bastard and I think that's probably a bit harsh so maybe we could do a little thing as I think yeah that. him and Klopp would be two that I
1: kind of want to know more about so that'd yeah be good.
0: definitely um, and yeah then going to spurs so really but he did win the europa league at man united so mm. which is what they're in there but you have to it does seem that sometimes he fares better with teams that don't have such a big man attitude that like they're a little bit more open to just listening to him and doing what he wants and when they do it and do it well they yield the results i mean he had he had a guy, Samuel Leto, the season before he went to Inter, he won the Champions League, he won everything at Barcelona. The season he came to Inter, and that was just playing as the out-and-out striker, the, the kind of main man up top. The, set, the next season he went to Inter, and Zlatan went to Barcelona. Um, and at Inter, Mourinho played him on the wing quite a lot, on the right, so sort of out of position and he had him tracked back right so there were points in the Champions League semi-final against Barcelona and in the final even against Bayern Munich that one of the best strikers of his generation was in like the right back slot helping out the right back you know and it's that kind of buy-in that yielded the results I think like you know Mourinho's like I'm kind of the man and if you buy into it you're going to win but maybe there wasn't quite so much of that buying at United who knows but anyway yeah, i like to say maybe we'll go into that a little bit deeper mm, I that's one. a good shout yeah because you like Man United don't you mm. Man United bum boy so
1: yeah I did keep an eye out to see if the shirts
0: were cheap but yeah. couldn't see any <laughs> you bastard <laughs> uh, Yes, yeah, so maybe we'll have a look at that in um, true sporting fashion and come up with a few other ideas as well and perhaps people could ask us what they want us to have a look at and we'll see if we can have a look I at it I think so, we're well. really
1: interested to have like your opinion and your thoughts from a, a better football knowledge than mine and I feel like I'll just ask a load of questions and then yeah, it'll, it'll be good for people that are listening because they'll get both sides of it around, around someone that knows what's happened and the history and all that and then someone who doesn't have a fucking clue so I think, cool. it, I think it's a feature that's going to work really well definitely and i am really excited for the new season as well i think it's gonna be fucking brilliant
0: yep can't wait Footy, footy, footy. Mm. cool so yeah i think that wraps up the news that wraps up the views it wraps up the to-do's
1: <laughs> that should be our new and ending we uh...
0: can wait now to hear the booze <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah okay that's the new ending we'll have to write it down and then we'll set it every time now
0: yeah why not okay cool cool all right then well uh you all you folks take care don't hesitate to contact us on clear yeah i mean that's your that's your domain that isn't it what is it? it like every time i circle it over to you for twitter and you're like i <laughs> can't even what
1: it is hang on
0: what's the handle is it a handle is that what they call it at football almost. I think it is. Yeah, at football almost. Hit us up on At Football Almost. We promise we know what we're doing. I did not definitely have my fingers crossed there.
1: Yeah. Hundred and fourteen followers at the moment, so it'd be nice to get that up and get a bit more interaction going.
0: Yeah. Hit us up. We've got a great picture. That's truly what we look like. <laughs> cool. All right. Take care everybody and we will speak to you there soon. Bye bye now. Bye bye. <laughs> bye.